talking about. Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Very nice to be back in person. Uh, today we're going to be learning Maseches Nadarim Daf Tzadi, and we're starting five lines from the bottom of the page. Last word on the line is Hahu. We'll be learning today um, on my Gemara on the bottom of Tzadi Medbez. There's like a one dot, five lines from the bottom after the words the Isnisa. We'll stop there. And then tomorrow at Amir Tzashem, we'll have our final blot of Maseches Nadarim Bar Hashem at the end of another Masechta. And we'll have a Siyum sponsored by Yitz Brandis and cooking by Yitz Brandis. I don't know the details, but it's Yitz. So. It is in me, Chile. I don't know. It's, I, I'm not worried about it. I'm not, I'm not worried. <laughs> Okay, so the Gemara opens, pay testament base, five lines from the bottom. Oh, Gavra, there was a particular man, that he had uh, prohibited upon himself getting benefit from the world. If if he were to get married without having learned Shas Mishnayis first. That's what he said. He said, if I get married without having learned Shas Mishnayis, everything in the world is going to be ushered to me. So he ran with his stick and with his bag. It's just a colloquialism that he pushed very hard to try and finish the learning. He wasn't successful in completing all of the learning. So he's kind of stuck right now. Uh, he hasn't finished the learning yet. He wants to get married. Can't get married. And, and now if he gets married, it's going to be a big problem. Because then he has Isra Hana. It's not good. So Asa Rav Acha Bar Rav Huna, he did some kind of trickery and he made sure that he ended up getting halachically married. Right after he got halachically married, the Sharketina, top of Tzadiyam and Aleph, the Sharketina, and he threw dirt on him. That's what the, the Mefarish says here at the top, Rashi as well, uh, the Ran as well. He threw dirt on him. And then the Shiloh was brought in front of Rav Chizda, and Rav Chizda was Matir Neder. Now, why did he throw dirt on him? Because he had made a, he got married, but he had violated his, his condition. His condition of getting married was, I can only get married if I finished all of Shas. And if I get married without finish all, finishing all of Shas, so then, says the Gemara, then he would be Asr Bahana. So now he's Asr Bahana. He gets married, and now he needs someone to clean his clothes. He's not a launderer. He doesn't, launder, he doesn't know how to clean clothes. So the case that was uh, this backwards case, it turned, it turned out he actually needed some help from someone, but he's Asr Hana to everyone. They brought the case in front of Rechizda, and Rechizda was Matir Neder on this person. So now he was married, and his Neder was uprooted. A little bit. What? Being released from the nether is a hana. Being released from the nether is a hana. Why is that a hana? Because otherwise he can't live his life. It's like the definition of hana. It's not the definition. I hear your question. I just don't think it's the definition of hana. I think your question is right. I didn't even think about that. First of all, um, it's, just, it's a great point, but we've also had this 50 times in the Masech, right, where they have an Isra Hana, they go to a Rav, they get... We've never established that as Hana. It's, it's indirect, Hana, but maybe, are we saying that the reason why... Right, right. The answer is for sure that it's... The answer is for sure that it's not Hana. The question is, why is it not Hana? That's a great question you're asking. We all should have thought of it uh, throughout the Masechah numerous times, but maybe in this case, he actually has an Isra Hana from everybody. And the Dayan, this is more poignant because the Isra Hana is on everyone, and Rav Chizda is one of the people has an Isra Hana from. So Lechora, one of two answers, either it's indirect, is that when I matter your neder, I'm not giving you Hana. My being matter you enables you later to have Hana. It's not, not really me giving you Hana. 
but it's indirect. And the second possibility is that the halachic piece is not hana. You can ask Shilohs to people and that's not hana. That kind of I don't know, one of the two, something like that. But your question is great. Oh, my Rava, Rava says, wow, look how brilliant, uh, look how brilliant this move was by Ravacha Barahuna. Man chakim, the mebad kiha milsa. Who is so uh, clever to come up with this ruse, Ilab, if it were not for the fact that it was the Rav Achabarahuna, the Gabru Rabahu? It must be that he is ever so great. The Kasavar, that he holds, the Kihechi de Pligi Rabbonan Verabnosan Behafara, just like when it comes to Hafaras Nadarim, that's when a husband would be made for his wife's Nadar. There, by Hafara, we have a Machlokas Rabnasan, Rabnasan and the Chachamim, if a person can be Matar and Nadar before before a neder is employed. So here too, says the Gemara, maybe hachanami pligi b'shela. They have the same exact machlokes, Reb Nassan and the Chachamim over here. That's why over here, we have this case scenario where he, he forces him to get married, even though the condition wasn't in, in place yet. So we see that maybe the machlokes that we have by the world of hafara extends to the world of She'ela as well. That's sheet of Rava. But Rav Papi Amar, no. Machlokes behafara. There's only a machlokes from between Rav Nassan and the Chachamim by hafara by a husband trying to undo his wife's neder. To Rav Nassan, savar ein habal mefer that elim kein chal haneder. That according to Rav Nassan, we don't have hafaras nedarim unless the neder has already been chal. Dechsiv bechafra halavana. This is just a play on words. The bechafra halavana. The word chafra is similar to hafara, and halavana is similar to the word binyan. Uh, and the Gemara says that the only way that the Baal can be mefer is if the neder is actually chal. That's why Rav Nosson holds that when it comes to a case of hafara, he says the husband has no role until there's chalos of the actual neder. Masha'en came, quarter of the way down. The rabbis were of the opinion that in regards to a case of a Baal being mefer, even if the neder hasn't been chal, the chachamim hold that there can still be hafara. How does this work? He says... Based on the pasuk, what do we see here? Mayfair, and it's even only machshavos, even if the nadarim aren't chal yet. Afalpike and the chachamim say that by hafara there is uh, there is a machlokas. So let, let's just be super clear here. The Gemara is trying to ask the following question: In regards to the world of hafara, in regards to a husband, a baal being mayfair, do we say that a husband can be mayfair his wife's neder, even if the condition? that has yet to kick in, has kicked in, meaning the neder really isn't chal yet. Do we allow for hafara? Yes or no. Machlokes, Reb Nassan and the Chacham. Rava wanted to extend this machlokes not only to the world of hafara, but even to the world of she'ela. However, comes along Rav Papi and says, no dice, doesn't work. But really, Really, when it comes to the world of Sheila, we do not make a full comparison between the world of Hafar and the world of Sheila. And when it comes to the world of Sheila, everyone agrees that a Chacham, a Rav, cannot be Matir Neder unless the Neder is Chal, because the Pasuk says, Lo Yachel Devaro, because your, your words have not been Chal yet. It's a play on words, so your words have not been Chal yet. So all of that is the Machlokas between Rava and, um, uh, and, Rav, Papi, and Rav Papi as to whether or not the machlokas by hafara between Rav Nassim and the Chachamim extends as well from the world of hafara to the world of she'ela, from the world of Abal undoing his wife's neder to the world of she'ela, of a regular person making a neder that has nothing to do with a wife whatsoever. Says the Gemara, maybe we have a raya for shitas Rav Papi. Says the Gemara, a third of the way down, maybe we can use the following Mari Mekomos to support the shita of Rav Papi. What are the two sources that we're going to see? Here's number one. 
Konam, a person makes a konam, they make a commitment, that they say, I'm never going to benefit from someone. Uh, and for the person who I'm going to uh, get hataras nadarim from. So first I have to be makabal the nadar on myself, right? That I'm never going to benefit from Ruvain. And then I, I'm even from the person who I'm going to be sholan on a nadar. So what's the din of the b'risa? You have to go in order. You first have to go uh, and do she'ela on the nether of not being nana from Ploni. And afterwards, you have to do she'ela on the on the posek where you're trying to be mater nether. So the Gemara tries to bring a raya from here, halfway down, on Tzad Yamadalem. If you want to say, if you want to say like the sheet of the Chachamim, that uh, even if a she'ela, uh, that a she'ela can work even though the nether isn't chal, so why does this b'risa have to say a specific order of Sheila going first to the Dayan about the nether between me and Ruvain, and only second about the nether between me and the Dayan. Says the Gemara, V'yamris nishal afal pishalochal nether, iboy al hainis shalbaresha, and iboy al hainis shalbaresha. There should be no reason that we have to be in such a specific order. If what you're saying is that we can be made for a nether, even the one that's not chal, maybe I should start by saying, I'm going to be shol on the nether about not having the nether be being shol. So says the Gemara, that's not a good argument as a raya for the sheet of Rav Papi, because umi yoda, how do we know ihai kama, ihai basra? We don't know the order of events that actually took place in the Mishnah. Maybe the Mishnah was lav dafka, and therefore there's no raya for the sheet of Rav Papi. And the Gemara says, Ella, perhaps we have another Marimokum that's supportive of the sheet of Rav Papi. Maybe the following Brisa supports the sheet of Rav Papi. Remember that the sheet of Rav Papi is that just like by the world of Hafara, we have him, I'm sorry, not just like, the sheet of Rav Papi is that by the world of Hafara, we have a Machlokas between Rav Nasan and the Chachamim as to whether or not Hafara Snodarm can happen before the nether is actually Cham. And Rav Papi wants to say that by She'ela, we have no such precedent. And when it comes to She'ela, the nether must be chal before She'ela is actually done. So the Gemara says, uh, eight lines from the bottom, nine lines from the bottom, Lema Misayele, maybe we have the following raya for the sheet of Rav Papi. Konam she'eni nehene leploni, and hareni nazir, hareni nazir, l'cheshe eshal alav. So this is what he says. Number one, he says, I'm not going to benefit from someone. And he says, I'm also going to be a Nazir when I'm Shoal on the Nether from that previous case. This case is more explicit than the last one. So what's the din in the Brisa? Nishal al Nidro ve'acharkach Nishal al Nizro. Here we know what each She'ela is in the Brisa. The first one's on his Nether, and the second one is on his Nizirus. And the Gemara asks a similar logic um, to, that tries to support the Sheet of Rav Papi as follows. V'yamris Nishal afal pishalochal Nether. If you are, want to be of the opinion, like Rapapi seems to say, that you can be shol on a nether, even if the nether is not totally chal, iboi al nidro is shalberesha, iboi al nidro is shalberesha. Maybe, says the Gemara, maybe, says the Gemara, that we should be able to reverse the order. The, the Naziris, which has yet to be chal, maybe I should be able to make a to make a she'ela on that. But says the Gemara, not necessarily, because it's possible that this b'risa is simply rib nasanhi, and therefore not a raya. Now, all of this was under the assumption that Rav Papi's opinion was, as we stated, that even though by Hafara we have a machlokas, Rav Nasan and the Chachamim, as to whether or not a nether can be, uh, whether or not Hafara can happen when the nether hasn't been chal yet, and by She'ela, there is, he would say that there is no machlokas. However, the Gemara says four lines from the bottom that Ravina had a different understanding of Rav Papi. 
What does he say that Rapapi said? Amar Ravina, Amar Lima Remar, Hachi Amar Avuch Mishmed Rapapi. He says to Meremar, Your father taught me a different way to understand uh, Rapapi. Machlokes Behafara. Yes, you're right, the Machlokes is Behafara. But Besheila Divriakol Mefer, Biafal Pishalochal Neder. This is the opposite, right? Our initial impression of Rev Puppy was that when it comes to the world of Sheila, everyone agrees you cannot be Shoal on a nether unless the nether has been Chal. But here, it's the exact opposite, that everyone agrees that you can be Mefer a nether even though the nether hasn't been Chal. And what's the Pasuk that he brings? Lo yachel, lo yachel and what does this Pasuk come to teach us? Turning to the top of Tzadi Yamad Beis, it comes to teach us Lememra, Dolo Habebe Maisa, this is a, an exact opposite learning of the Pasuk of Lo Yachel Dvar that we had from 20 lines ago, which makes the Gemara difficult. This Gemara requires a lot of time to parse out and really understand each Shita very, very clearly. In short, right now, we're trying to just understand what Rapapi actually said. Rapapi agrees that the Machlokas by Hafara doesn't apply by Sheila. The only question is, is by Sheila, are we totally Mekil in regards to uh, being Sho'al on a Neder before Tzchal, or are we not? So in this version of the of Rav Papi, Rav Papi is being quoted by Ravina as having said that when it comes to Sheila, not Hafar, when it comes to Sheila, there in such a case, a person is allowed to be Shoal on a neder, even if the neder has not been Chal. And the Gemara, which on the previous page used these two uh, sources to support the Shita of Ravina, is now going to be using them as questions on Ravina because we flipped Ravina's Shita. So the Gemara says, Mesve, top line of Tzad Yamad Beis, a person makes a nether, I'm not going to benefit from Ruvain. And then, and he's also not going to benefit from the person who he's going to be show all the nether. So says the Gemara, this Bryce is the same Bryce we saw before. And instead of bringing it as a proof for version one of Rav Papi, it's being brought as a question in version two of Rav Papi. And the Gemara asks the same exact question. Why would we say that the order has to be Al-Harishon first and Al-Hasheni second? According to what you're saying, Rav Papi, that really, no matter what you can be, uh, you can be shoal on a neder, even if the neder isn't chal. So the Gemara says that should be a kasha in the sheet of Rav Papi. And the Gemara responds, no, not a problem. We don't know which one is which because this b'risa, when it says, we don't really know which one is referring to which. So it's not really a kasha against version two of Rav Papi. So the Gemara, therefore, uh, goes to one final question, and that will bring us to the next Mishnah, and to the final Mishnah of the Perak, of the Perak and of the Masechta. Meisveh, the Gemara says, Konam a person first says, I hereby make a commitment that I will not get any benefit from someone. And then he says, nazir so then he says, and, uh, and also I'll become a Nazir when I'm Shoal on the first nether. There, that Brisa is very clear about the sequence of events. First, if you want to be Shoal, it's Nishal al Nidro. First, you have to be Shoal on the nether that you made. So says the Gemara of Amai, why does it have to be in this specific order? See, this Brisa is super clear. And this Brisa indicates to us that the flow of events is very particular. But if, if version number two of Rav Papi is correct, there should be no difference which one we do first. And to this, the Gemara says, Tiyuvta. This rejects version number two of Rav Papi, which was brought to us by Ravina. And that therefore concludes as follows. We saw a between Rava 
and Rav Papi. I'll just summarize with this, and then we'll go to the next Mishnah. We saw a machlokas in the Gemara on the top of Pei of Tzadi Amar Aleph, a machlokas between Rava and Rav Papi. Rava was of the opinion that, well, let's say that a woman makes a neder, and the neder has yet to be chal. Machlokas, Rav Nasan, and the Chachamim, as to whether or not we can be made for her neder. Rava wanted to say that just like there's a machlokas Rav Nasan and the Chachamim by Hafara, there's also a machlokas Rav Nasan and the Chachamim by She'elam. Rav Papi did not agree with that at all. Rav Papi felt that Hafara is Hafara, and the machlokas Rav Nasan and the Chachamim is only over there. And by She'ela, there's two versions of Rav Papi. Version number one of Rav Papi is that, of course, you have to wait for the nether to be chal by She'ela. And version number two of Rav Papi is that, of course, you don't have to wait for the nether to be chal in order to be, to be shoal on a nether. And we just rejected version number two. And therefore, what we conclude now is that the version of Rav Papi that's accurate is that by Hafar, there's a machlokas, Rav Nasan and the Chachamim. But by She'ela, he holds that by She'ela, you are not allowed to be mefer, you are not allowed to be shoal on a nether unless that nether has already been chal. Let's say we paskin like Rav Papi Halacha So if I make a neder that something is uh, is going to be true, if only I do X, then the if the condition that I've made limits me from being able to be shown on the neder. I can't be shown on a neder until the neder is in full effect. Otherwise, it's not a neder yet, and that is what Rav Papi uh, holds. That brings us to the final mission of the parak, a third of the way down on Sadi Amid Beis. End of the I'm So glad you're listening. Yeah, it's true. Okay. This Mishnah says as follows. Barishona initially, always code word for we're about to change things, but Barishona initially it used to be the case. There are three women that with particular claims, they could get out of their marriage and they could collect their ksuba. Here's number one. A woman who says, I'm Tmea to you, not Hilchos Nida Tmea, but she slept with someone, and it's Asr Labaal, Asr Laboel. She slept with someone that now forbids her to sleep with her husband again. She can leave the marriage and even get her Ksuba. So we'll see in a minute what's going on with this. Number two, Shamayim Beni Levenecha. We've seen this before. He's, she says something that's kind of a, a code word. She says, Heaven knows what's going on between me and you. And the Mepharshim here explain explicitly. If you look at the Mefarish, halfway down on the page, He is not Mazria, and according to some, he's not, he's not Mazria Kechets, that during intercourse, when there is Zera, it doesn't project into the body, and she's not able to conceive. So if she says, That's also grounds for divorce, however, she gets her, her Ksuba still. Or if she says, Or if she says, I am hereby forbidden in Tashmashamita to all Jews, um, that too, because Tashma Shemitah is very painful for her. So if any of these three happen, these three things happen, so she's allowed to be Yosos below Ksuba. Yosos with her Ksuba. She gets divorced and she gets her Ksuba. However, the Chachamim were very concerned about this because these claims could effectively function as a get-out-of-jail-free card where a woman could manipulate the situation. And they didn't like that. It was too, it wasn't, wasn't a good setup. So Chazru Lomar, they went back and they changed things. They had to change the rules because they, they didn't want it to be that a husband and wife get in a big fight. And now uh, he's sleeping on the couch and she drops one of these halachic bombs and says something and just gets out of the marriage. They didn't want that to happen. Therefore, if a woman says that she, uh, that she cheated, she slept with someone, Tavi Raya. 
she has to bring a rile she has to bring a proof. If she brings a proof, then Taka, she'd be able to be Yotos with her Ksuba. If she says, So according to the Mepharshim here, if you look at, uh, at the Mepharish halfway down, the Mepharish writes, she said, I understand, if, you're, if he's not being uh, if he's not able to have Tashma Shemit in a way that she can conceive, so she has to just ask her husband to divorce her instead of forcing his hand. And lastly, if a woman says that she is restricting herself from Tashma Shemitah for everyone, that he can undo on his own. We've learned about that already. She's not allowed to make a nether like that. And they're allowed to be together. But she's never allowed to be intimate with any other men, even after they get divorced. And the Gemara asks one quick question, and we'll be stopping again in five or six lines from here. The Gemara says two-thirds of the way down at the open of the Gemara on Sadi Yamad Be'ezibayalahu, a question was asked in the base Medrash. Amr Labayla, if a woman says, a woman says, I've slept with somebody else, so once that claim is made, let's say that she's an Ashes Kohen. So now she's dropped a bomb already that uh, they have to get divorced, but they're not divorced yet. So is she allowed to eat truma? This is a machlokes amurayim. Rav Sheshes Amar Ocheles Shelototzi Laz Al Boneha. She should still con- continue to eat the uh, the truma, no problem at all, because by her not eating the truma, people will notice, and if they see that she's not eating the truma, they will then assume that if she's not eating truma, maybe the children, the child she's holding in her lap, is really fathered by somebody else, and the reason why she's not eating truma is because she cheated. So we don't want to have any any laws on the children. So we, we say that she's allowed to still eat truma uh, until they're actually divorced. Rava Amar, no. Eina ochelas. There's no reason why she should be eating truma because efshar de'achla chulen. It's just easier. Uh, you get, getting truma is much more complicated, way more complicated. You, to, you can only eat it betara, but you can go to the store and buy the same exact food that isn't truma and no one will be the wiser. Who cares? So it says the Gemara in the name of Rava, no one will know the difference. And Omar Rabbi, he says, Rav Sheshes even agrees with me, that if she becomes widowed, then there, at that point, once the husband dies, then she's no longer uh, able to eat it. The only concern that we had was about laz, was about rumors uh, that might make her children look bad. But but if she were to have gotten uh, become widowed or gotten divorced, and she had said that she slept with someone, maybe she slept with someone after she got divorced. Still, Mr. Darai said to sleep with someone, but at least it's not Aisha's each. Now you're single again. And therefore, according to Rava, Rav Sheshis would even agree in a case of Nisarmala or Niskarsha that uh, she would um, not be allowed to eat the, uh, the truma at that point. We'll pick up continuing this sugya uh, tomorrow for the final blot of the Masechta. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Is it about why he would be 